L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hey, I'm Jason. And I'm Lindsay. And we are What Do You Want to Talk About? We're a couple of comedy writers that talk about stuff. It's a podcast. If you listen, it's a podcast. And we're going to do it live. (laughs) We've got a show that's going to go live on July 22nd at the Opus Concert Cafe at 7 o'clock, 7.30. Did we get that confirmation? Okay. Opus Bar will also be attending. And you can buy tickets at artsiowa.com slash opus. It's, oh, tickets are $10. Tickets are $10. It's $10. $10. Dollar bills, y'all. Ten tiny single dollar bills. Is that important to say? Get those at artsiowa.com slash opus, O-P-U-S. You know. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's, let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah. Well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? <gasps> All right. Hey, Today, I want to talk about something that I, I don't feel good about being interested in, but I can't help it. Okay. I want to talk about serial killers. Oh. Now, my kids, Mm -hmm. they can down a bowl of Lucky Charms in like 30 seconds. Yeah. They kill that bowl like like nobody's business. Oh, you're a, such a son of a bitch. And, <laughs> it fucking took me till just now. Are you kidding me? Oh, my All God. Right, my no. brain was going. I'm like, oh, which one are we going to talk about? What, which ones? What are we talking about? Seriously, I do want to talk about serial killers. It's something that I've been, I've oh, been okay. interested in for a long time. I've always felt bad that I'm interested in it. Um, but uh, because of... Uh, you know, Netflix and Prime yep, and everything. Yep, yep. There is such a proliferation yes. of content mm-hmm. about certain serial killers mm-hmm. that I've sort of been forced to reflect on it and why right. it is interesting to me. Um, so, I, I, I mean, yeah. why not? It's sort of right. in the zeitgeist right now. So I, I feel like it, it makes sense that, uh, in my opinion, this is just where it comes for me is my any kind of morbid interest in such things is a, is a is a means of control. Yeah. It's like if I could understand then maybe I can keep myself safe. Sure. You know, and I mean not that that's like the conscious like that's not what I'm like I'm going to watch this so I know, but I think that's part of why so many people are fascinated because mm. they're like and also just who could do that? Yeah. You know, you're just like wait, what like we we are fascinated by how far Humans can go in all realms, in all ways. Yeah. That's that's really where it sits for me, is the mm-hmm. psychology of the thing. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it, it is absolutely mind-boggling to me how somebody could be so 
egotistical and um, uh, self-absorbed right. Right. to go out and do such a thing. And just a complete and utter lack of of empathy. A total disregard. Yeah. A disregard for pain, suffering, yeah. human life. Absolutely. The value that a person has. I mean, it's, yeah. So it's, it be, and, and that's a healthy thing. Yeah, it's, it truly. It's a healthy is. thing to have your mind boggled by that. Well, thank God, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'd, we'd be. You're like, oh, no, that tracks. Otherwise, yeah. we'd be yeah. having this I, discussion in yeah. a dark basement somewhere. Right. We are in a dark basement. Well, it's not so dark, but we you have know, lights on. There are but lights you on. You could shut off the lights and we'd be in a goddamn it, dark basement. It would be a dark basement, that's for sure. That's for sure. So I wanted I wanted to talk I wanted to start off with a definition. Okay. Just so that everybody's clear. So sure. according to the FBI, the definition of a serial killer is a person who murders three or more people in a period of at least over a month with a cooling down time between murders. Ooh. Right? So we Oh, I get it. Okay, so be, because of uh-huh. today, yes, we have to have Mm-hmm. That definition, mm-hmm. as opposed to mass murderers or right. spree killers. Right. Spree killers right. will kill multiple people over a short span of time within a month. Yes. Mass murderers kill a bunch of people all at all one at time. All at once, gotcha. And, and then serial killers are more methodic. and They spread it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's important for us to kind of to kind of know that. Yes. Uh, like, like a lot of other uh, murderers. Uh-huh. Uh, they have a tendency to lack empathy or guilt, and, and uh, sometimes Ugh. they even uh, become, uh, oh, sometimes they become uh, mentally unstable, or they mm-hmm. are mentally unstable, mm-hmm. but, and this is a key on the FBI page, mm-hmm. that is not the majority of serial killers. The, the majority are not? They're not crazy oh they oh i see what you mean like they have psychopathic cr- tendencies sure 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 but you mean they're not like deranged they're, they're not, not deranged right, right yeah they're not out of their minds yes right and oftentimes even during the killing itself they are not out of their minds they have a clear understanding of what exactly it is that they are doing right it's not a it's not a passionate thing it's not a uh, impulse right yeah right so if, if this is the kind of thing you're interested in, uh, uh-huh. the FBI has has an interesting website, oh. FBI.gov. I think we're going to toss that up on our on our website. Okay. But they they have done obviously a lot of work in this oh. sort of realm, sure, because they are the main go to. Mm-hmm. Because a certain percentage kill people across state lines, yes. although not as many as people think. Oh, okay. Many serial killers stay within their own. They shop local. They shop local. That's oh, right. Gross. They shop local. <laughs> so they they've broken they've broken down the motivation into four different kinds of motivation Ooh. for killing. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'm going to start with the easiest one first, which okay. is power and control. Well, sure, yeah. You know, they have these fantasies of having power over another person. Yes. The next one that I suppose is maybe the easiest to grasp, they refer to as hedonistic, which means that they just kill for their own pleasure, mm. oftentimes sexual. Right. But again, mm. not all serial killers kill because of some kind of sexual motivation or, right. or deviance. The third 
like this one. I mm, mission oriented. So yeah. they these are these are serial killers that kill in order to delete a certain group yes. from society. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. And the final one is uh, the visionary. This is this is the one where we get into mental illness. This murderer believes they are being told to kill people uh, by someone uh-huh. speaking directly to them. Sure. Right. Then they break them down into three categories. They break these motives down into three categories of killers. One is organized, which means that the killers are uh, socially adequate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they oftentimes have a family uh-huh. who has no idea what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. Oftentimes, these are the ones that the neighbors go, wow, he was a great guy. Right, right, right. right. Then they have the disorganized serial killers. These are these are impulsive Oh, okay. These are the ones that are impulsive. This is the this is the dude who's going down the street, sees someone, and thinks, you know what, I'm going to kill that guy. Oh, wow. And then Ugh. and then they're mixed. They, they kind of weave in between those. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, if if you guys have not seen the show Mind Hunters, oh, it's on Netflix. I yeah. think. I have a bit of a mm, issue Ooh. in that it was a great. Show okay, and I desperately want the third season to come out. Okay, but, but okay, my understanding is in the making of the show, the producers never once contacted the families of Ooh. the murdered. Oh my gosh! Which to me is bullshit. Yeah, if you're doing some kind of public thing. On somebody who has been murdered, you ask the family. Well, or just, I mean, can you even imagine, I think about, you know, somebody did a story on a loved one of mine that had passed for whatever reason. Right. I would, I would be incensed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, my understanding from the reading that I've done is that's probably the reason there's not going to be a third. I see. They got in trouble. They got in trouble. Good. And so, uh, but the show is really quite good. Sure. And it documents the profiling. You know, everybody knows about profiles now. Right. Uh, well, we've profiled the killer, and mm-hmm. they're a 12-year-old, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Probably it, in their 30s, probably have a mustache. Right. Probably like to eat apples and leave exactly. the cores in the bottom of their car. Like, exactly. what? How and, do you get that? And and the reason, the reason we're like, God, that's so amazing, is mm-hmm. because we hear about the profiles that work. Yeah, true, right. true, true. Yep. We never hear about the profiles that are that were totally off. Well, base. they they profiled this person yeah. as a as a a, a, a houseless individual yeah. who is thirty five and blah blah blah. You know, it ends up being a twelve year old girl or whatever. Right, right. So we don't hear about that now. But they they have they have done a lot of historical work on what are the kinds of things that might lead. Or that help lead to someone being a serial killer. Okay. Which to me is also interesting. Having having kids. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, you start uh, watching for those signs. I, I'm you know, I, you I'm little, always like mm, a little triggered. <laughs> mm, are you um wow, I wonder if you're yeah. a sociopath. Son. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. At which point uh-huh. my therapist goes, Nope, just a twelve year old boy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. I, I have to go, okay. All right. Okay. Thank you for that validation. Right, right. So 70% of serial killers experience problems related with substance abuse. I did not mm. know that it was that big. That's a huge amount. Problems with 
associated with substance? It means like, that they have been addicted to some oh, substance at one time really? or another. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, th- this one is very, very uh, popular. A lot uh-huh. of people know this, is that a lot of people who become serial killers mm-hmm. as children yes. kill animals. Yes, right. And Ooh. a bit of, I mean, mm. that to me sounds like, Hello. Yes. You know, a yeah. big red flag. Red, red flag. flag. <laughs> the problem with that is most of those kids are also living in highly dysfunctional families. That's yes, absolutely. For sure. Dahmer, who did not necessarily live in a dysfunctional family, but when his dad found out he was killing animals and dissecting them, I mean, the thought was, oh, well, maybe this kid's going to be a surgeon, mm, right? Yeah. So, but he didn't. Right. And can I just, for one second, I just have to push back on the whole, well, he wasn't necessarily living in a dysfunctional family. I push back on that because the what we describe as what how we qualify if someone was living in a dysfunctional family or mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. is based on appearance. Mm. And if they followed the rules and like, well, they were a two-parent household uh, and he went to work and they gave him attention. All, right. That does not define function. No, and it all it, it's also defined by our own past. Yep. Right? So mm-hmm. I, I, I was a spanked child. Yeah. I was... I did something bad during the day. Mm-hmm. I got a little spoon or a little fly swatter from mom. Right. Then I got the talk and the belt from dad. Yeah. Which means to me, well, that's, that's sort not, of dysfunctional. Well, but in my mind, it's like, right. no, that's not. That's what I mean. That's normal. That's why. Just, Whereas, yeah, a lot of people are like, that's fucked up. Right. Yeah. So that's what I push back on is when people say, well, and he, I mean, and he came from a great house. You hear that a lot with right. these kinds of serial killers. Well, he came from a great household. It doesn't make any sense. Who's, who's deciding that it was a great household? And so I, I just, I always cringe when I hear that just in general, because we do not, we, I don't know who's the grand authority on what's a great household, but they're fucking Psychiatrists of some sort. Yeah. I, I did. I don't believe that's true. I I don't believe it's psychiatrists. I believe it's people making decisions based on, well, they, you know, he lived in a nice neighborhood and he had two parents and, you know, they came to all his soccer games. So he must've been just fine. Sure. The, the, anyway, I didn't mean to, dis- all, but I just had no, to No, I think that. it's an important thing, and yeah. I, I do want to come back to it. Okay. This, this information all comes from psychological testing, interviews with the parents, and right. all kinds of stuff like okay, that. Okay, whatever. So there is, there is some great... Again. I, okay, that's fine. Probably, so Dahmer came from a great household. Probably old white dude right. in the sky exactly. that goes... This is not dysfunctional. Good, yes, exactly. Right. That's what. That's all I'm calling out. That's all I'm calling out. I have. I have come to a place where I don't think any family is functional. That's what I'm. That's. Ex- I mean, who decides it? You know, right. Who gets to decide it? Right. Is it because it follows norms, and so therefore it's. It you know, very, It looks great from the outside, so then we're it good. Very well, could be like American beer names. Apparently, there's one guy in D.C. Yeah. whose job it is to say, yeah, that's okay for like a beer. Like Bush? Like he came up with Bush? No, he, no, no. This is, this is, this is not hundreds of years ago. This well, is, I don't know. There's a dude who, who apparently there is a dude whose job it is for the U.S. government to get in all the names of new beers being produced okay. and say, yes, this, this can go, this can go. Oh, 
So like Voodoo Ranger, he can he he yeah. would say yeah. Voodoo oh, okay, Ranger. but yeah. if it's you know if it's something like meat and then he's probably going to so say if no. Elon Musk comes out with a beer. It's not going to get a pass. Maybe he'll name it something stupid like that. Okay. All right. Sorry. I derailed you. I apologize. No, that was great derailing. I love that. And and just and and mostly needs to be said. It was not chemicals and it wasn't people, so the derailing was okay. Chemicals. I I went to a train metaphor. I'm sorry. I went. You were using the train metaphor, and I went to kind of derail trains and chemicals derail trains. See this? No, no. I would have to have that information in order to understand your your derailment of my derailment. When trains derail, yeah. If it's you know grains, well, okay. Some stuff lost. Oh, I see what you mean. But if trains derail and and it's chemicals chemicals and people, well, then it's a serious shit show, and people have gotten hurt. Yes. Okay. Now I understand. You must not be a serial killer. Me. Well, because you care about people, and and you. I don't, don't think chemicals. that statement says I care about people. It, you just I mean, said maybe, that you're maybe like I'm, I'm the first one there to watch. You were like, I'm glad it wasn't a chemical or people derailment. Oh shit! See, you ex- showed your hand. I did express care. Yes. I shouldn't have done that. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Uh, nearly, this is another one that that okay. that boggled my mind. Nearly seventy percent of serial killers at some point in their youth, received extensive head injuries. <gasps> oh, what? Right? Dang. So extensive. Now, so now that one. Extensive. Well, but they don't clarify. Yeah. So, Like but, their parents beat them over the head. Maybe. Or maybe or, they, they fell. Or they got bullied and, and they got beat in the head. I'm and, thinking everybody got beaten. <laughs> sure. But they sure. could have just fallen off their scooter. Well, that's, that's where you are right now. You're in the the, the beating people in the head. I am zone. not. I am not. Um. I only want to beat a couple people. With that. <laughs> that's that's why we're sitting at a Putin table right now. It's a twenty foot long table, yeah. and I don't want to beat you in the head. <laughs> um, and then there's there's this there, this famous thing that came out from the from the FBI called the Triad too, which uh, a lot of people who are interested in serial killers know. There's the animal torture. This is all in childhood. Ugh, there's yeah. the animal torture. Ugh. There is the bedwetting. Oh, yes. uh, uh, There has been research lately saying that is not necessarily the case. I should hope not, because I wet the bed, and I did not kill anybody. Oh, Jesus, I did it last night, and I didn't (laughs) kill anybody. (laughs) Um, I didn't do it last night, but yeah. And uh, juvenile pyromania. Oh, yes. So those those three things put put together don't say your kid's going to be a serial serial killer. killer. Right. It's 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 not a pie. No, no. And all of those things are are fascinating to me because it's interesting how we have come to understand that. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Oh, how we've come to understand? Yeah, to what? come to understand that one, you've got to interview a serial killer. Oh, I see what you mean. And I two, see the process with which we've come to understand right. these things about them. Right. Okay. And two, you've got to believe what they have to say. Yes, exactly. Yes, true. So that's. But but uh, going back to what you said, which is this is all derived from interviews from family, from mm-hmm. people who knew mm-hmm. him. So it's not just the serial killer. Correct. It's all the people. That's it's correct. everybody. So That's you're correct. pulling together a um, composite. Uh, a melange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wild. Right. So what else? Or what was that? You're just that's, talking about that's that. My okay. info, that's my oh. info. That is that is my first half info dump. Oh, first half. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so are you, I mean, are you like now extra concerned when your kids want to 
light things on fire or is that I I mean do you start counting the I I do think about it do you yeah so one of one of our kids is incredibly headstrong Mm. and on bad days doesn't think about anybody else ah gotcha because he's a fucking kid I don't look at him that way because he uses big words around right, me. Right, right. So I instantly put on him a much greater maturity than he actually has. Sure. And so when he does these 12-year-old things, right. it's a little shocking and sometimes disturbing. Mm-hmm. Right? He, uh, he loves fire. Yeah. I do, too. So do I. And I'm like a 50. Old dude, right. and I love fire. My kids are always like, "Can I strike a match? Exactly. Can I strike the match? Can I light the candle with a match?" Right, right. So it's a, it, it's normal. Again, yeah, that's a normal thing. Yeah, uh, and uh, he, he loves going out and catching bullfrogs, but has no interest in killing them. Well, that's good. Right? Yeah. Now, my <laughs> brother. Oh. When he got a chemistry set. Oh God. And he was eleven years no, old. No, 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 no. He, for as part of the chemistry set, he was able to put chemicals together and <gasps> no, uh, make no. the color blue oh, from okay. these chemicals, and then injected injected blue dye into frogs to see if they would turn blue. Okay, they wouldn't turn blue. So they he would. was he was a little mangala, but he did not turn as far as I know. To he be, didn't kill to be, them. No, no, well, or he might have killed them with the say. blue dye. Aww. I mean. You know, they got punctured. They got something shoved in their I bodies. See. So there was no they, autopsy done. They said, "I'm getting, I'm, gotcha. I'm getting away from this kid." Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that is. Uh, no, I get that. I mean, you know, kind of watching their behaviors and seeing how should I be concerned, right? Um, but I mean, your the child of which you speak is uh, has been strong headed and used amazing powers of control since he could. Since he figured out any power that he had, yes, yes, at a very young age, and so it's it's it, it has been a continual fight. Yeah, but he he also has moments of he's heart touching empathy. He's such a sweetheart, and love and joy. Yeah, he's a sweetheart, yeah, and he he's really just is. wicked smart. Yeah, I think his just brain is just his parents are both just too freaking brilliant. No, nope, and nope, his nope. brain is just just can't. Just the the mom's pretty smart. No, you both are. But, but the dad's it's exhausting. A, dad's a bit of a toad. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, that sounded like our rando mo. It did. Do we have one? Because do you have one? Yeah. Oh, I do. Oh, okay, okay. So our random moment for those of you who may not know is sent in by you. Yes, it is our it, listener. Yes. And uh, and and then Jackson, our producer, is going to uh, shake Hello. them up and right, yeah, and give us a random thing that we have to talk about at the end of the episode, right? That you sent in either on our Facebook page or however you manage to get it to us through the website or what have you. Yell it out at a show. Or Yell, something. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've got some from that. Uh, I put a Facebook post up. Yeah, and yeah, I've I've got some good. I've added to the jar. Perfect. Ooh, perfect. Yeah. All right. So this one comes from Nathan. Ooh. Ooh. Nathan says, um, hello, Jason and Lindsay. I know you're both comedy writers. Uh, what I want to know is what do you do to cool off? What do you do to relax? Oh. <laughs> um, looking, I think the word they were looking for is hobbies. Oh. Um, I, 
I think. Okay. I don't know. Um, they go on to say that lately I've taken up painting. Is that uh, something you enjoy? What do you uh, enjoy, Nathan? Mm, okay. Nathan. All right. All right. So what do we do to to chill? To chill. All right. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's nice to think about. Yeah, got got some some thinking. All thinking right. fodder. We'll think about that Absolutely. and talk about that at the end of the episode. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. That'll be a nice palate cleanser for yes. our serial killer episode. Well, I mean, it's it, it, it's a hobby. It, sure, it sure. Yes. It's, it's a hobby. And having said that, let's uh, toss it to our supporters. Uh, supporters. And uh, we'll be <laughs> we'll back after the break. break. The deep, dark depths in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids. There were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were... Me, Craig Johnson. And me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming Through the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives. What now? And fight to the death for our very lives. Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a... Like a real, like a very real. That was actually that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations. New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcast. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com/slash/plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? I want to go play Smash. Yeah, 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 let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs> Triumph, inspiration, tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash one word stories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S.
Okay, and we are back talking Ooh. about serial killers. Serial. Cracklin' Oat Bran. That's Delicious. right. Oh, I love I do Cracklin' Oat Bran. Yeah, me too. I haven't had that in a decade. Oh, that my was gosh. Good stuff. So uh, I've, I've pulled out some. Okay. Yes. Here, people are people that are in my circle and that I see in media. Sure seem to be terrified by serial killers. Mm. And so I wanted to find some information, some statistics and things of that yeah. ilk. And the most interesting thing I found mm. was that historians believe that the legends of werewolves and vampires uh-huh. came about because of medieval and ancient serial killers. <gasps> so if oh, if you went to and you, explain it away, exactly. I see. If you if you went to somebody's house mm-hmm. and saw their body and it was eviscerated or whatever, right. the chances of it oh. actually being a wolf going into that house, I see, are so small that they had to come up with some other reason because it was probably difficult to believe that your neighbor might have done something like that. That your well that your neighbor turned into a wolf. Right. I got gotcha. you. Right. So I thought that was That particularly is fascinating. Interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I didn't either. So since 1900, okay. There have been 3000 identified American serial killers who have killed collectively nearly 10,000 people. Oh. Ugh. That's 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 a lot. That's in the United States. No. Of course it is. Worldwide, mm-hmm. worldwide, fifty-two percent of all known serial killers are white. Only fifty-two percent. Because we're talking about the world. Oh right, right, right. Forty percent black, six point seven percent Hispanic. Huh. Uh, seems like, seems like the Asian world is is pretty good. Here. Yeah. <laughs> pretty safe. In the United States, eighty mm-hmm. percent are white. Ah. Uh. Since of the world. since the nineteen eighties, there there are still two hundred thousand and twenty two hundred and twenty two thousand unsolved serial killer murders. Really, that's a lot. It seems that way, but also statistically, mm-hmm. in the United States, forty percent of all murders go unsolved. Forty. Forty. Makes you think maybe you could murder somebody. Mind blowing. Because I, you know, all you ever hear about is the ones that they figure out, right? Well, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. Well, there. But you hear about a lot of they figured it out. They figured it out, mm-hmm. and I, I, I know because of things I've read and and yeah, people I've listened to that there are a ton of murders that have been solved. Oh, but they cannot be prosecuted. Because of the evidence, what's uh. so there? There are people. There, there are oh, detectives okay. that know so and so did this. I see, but they don't have the right kind of like incriminating, like one hundred percent evidence. I see. They either don't have the evidence yeah. to make the DA say yes, let's prosecute. I see, or the evidence was collected unlawfully. Oh, okay, I got right. you. Okay, but then, but so they don't get 
counted in the solved. That's correct. I see. That's correct. Even if they know. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, here is the statistic that makes me crazy. All right. We here in the States have this exceptionalism problem. Mm -hmm. A lot of nations do. Of course. It feels to me like we're pretty bad about it. Mm-hmm. We're we're very much like the English were in, or like the British were in the 1800s. Uh, we are, as Americans, we have a tendency to feel like we are the exceptional nation. Oh yes, yes. We okay. are the nation that can do anything. Right. We are the nation that all other nations aspire to be. Yeah. Which, if you talk to people from other nations, no. is not the case. No, no, not at all. No, they don't. No. 70% of the globe's serial killers are in the U.S. (laughs) 70%. Are you surprised? Yeah. Oh, really? I am. Ugh, I'm Because it feels to me like this is a human issue, not Mm. an Mm. American issue. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about other places. I'll be perfectly honest. Sure. To be able to speak to it, but maybe it's a patriarchal issue. <laughs> or uh, well, then you're talking about most of the globe. Well, as that's well. what. I, okay. So see, that's how dumb I am. Yeah. Okay. It, it feels to me like some sort of societal issue. Yes, now, for sure. Much more than I. I. I had just assumed that when when Og and Glug were in the cave. Yeah. Chances were good one of them might kill the other one. Right. But clearly there's a societal component to this. Right. That is 70% American. Yeah. Whatever it is about how we've structured our society, uh, and to me it's a lot of unrealistic expectations of all of us as human. uh, Take, take, you can't, you Sorry, I'm doing that thing where I get I got so many words coming out at my brain, at my mouth. Um, it, it, yeah, you're not allowed to just be. You must conform. You must fit. Yes. And if you don't, then you and literally like for survival. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know it goes along with all the things that you're saying. I mean, a, a, you know, I would say a dysfunctional household or being abused as a child. I would imagine being abused as a child has got to be one of the things as well. That's a biggie. Yeah, that's a biggie. But it's not. Again, it's not. It, it doesn't say you're going to be one. No, no. Nor does it say if, if you're a serial killer, you were abused. That, right. That also is not. I get that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jackson has something. Um, yeah. I have a potential theory. Ooh. Oh, let's um, hear it. What if it has to do with, Lindsay, I think you brought it up, the expectation, but I think it's even more, um, you are the one, right? You're special. Yeah. If yeah. Everyone... Yeah, yeah is taught, at least everyone I've met, almost everyone, you are special Mm -hmm. as they're growing up, right? Mm -hmm. And then eventually you realize you aren't, and if your whole core is built to be you are special, that can be reality shattering. Yeah. And I don't know if some people recover. Right. 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 Or they never learn it, and mm-hmm. or they have to prove that they are special, and that's a way to do it. Yep. That's that certainly could could be part of it, I think. Uh, 
my so okay. you and I have talked about this before, Lindsay. Okay. And that is when sometimes when people say I have something to say or they 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 come in to a conversation mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of a pause in my head, I inject automatically something that I think they're going to say. Not that I think they're right. going to say, but something that this is what I was thinking and kind of hoping you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You said, okay. You're talking to Jackson now. Yeah, yeah. I have a theory. And we were like, oh, what is it? Yeah. And momentarily my mind went to, it's gluten. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's gluten. That that was his theory. Yeah, yeah, That's, it could be. Which, Honestly, it could. Well, be I mean, related. anybody who eats that much cereal, <laughs> right? Well, there you go. Also, our food standards <laughs> compared to the rest of the world are bad. Oh yeah, Europeans do not want to eat American food. No, like yeah, it, it. it could be something in the food. There's right. definitely evidence. It, it could, however. We also need to remember that serial killers have been around for a very long time. That's true. That's true. One That's of, true. One before of the, we could bastardize the food. Right. <laughs> yeah, before we could fuck up our, yeah. our bodies. Uh, one, of, one of the most famous and most horrific serial killers was this, this lady named Bathory, who is from Eastern Europe. She would have peasants come in slaughtered, and then she would bathe in their blood. So this this is when though when was this this was 1700s okay, 1600s so, so, yeah something so, like that so you're pulling out a lady one lady there's only how many ladies you got on that serial it, killer but you pulled out one from the 1700s it's pretty it's it's pretty low yep the percentage of women is pretty low isn't that interesting it's 10 percent mm-hmm but it's still pretty low that's and, very low compared to 80 or the whatever the majority said. of victims are women. Uh huh. So, because we hate women. Well, I'm not. I'm just. We just do. Yeah, I. You. We certainly have a tendency to, as a country, try to devalue women, and there's like need, a. We need to. We need to find a way to stop that. There are a lot of men like walking amongst us who don't even recognize that they themselves don't like women. Yeah. And I don't mean sexually. They right. definitely like them that way, but they don't see them as people. Yeah. They really don't. I just don't understand that. I know you you can but but it's 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 everywhere. I know. There's people you know that don't really like women. Yeah. And I don't mean they want to kill them, but I mean then you get to somebody who, you know, has been I mean just Everybody's raised differently. Mm-hmm. And when I think or hear stories about the way some people have been raised or the way they've been talked to or the way they've been treated, mm-hmm. it is beyond me that they've managed to pull themselves out and become a functioning, kind, empathetic human being. Right, but they it's, do. Right. It can that, happen. Absolutely. I'm not, yeah, it's not a it's not a recipe. Right. Um, but then it makes me wonder, you know, what is do you think it's like a like a gene thing? Like what do you think? I don't know. Serial killers. I honestly don't know. It seems to me as though it is a cocktail, a kind Mm -hmm. of, hate to use this phrase anytime, but particularly in this, it seems to be sort of a perfect storm of biology and incidents. Mm -hmm. I think Nature and nurture. Exactly. Combination. You've got a lot. A lot of the serial killers that prey on women mm-hmm. have had dysfunctional relationships with their mothers. Yes. It it feels to me as if somewhere along the way, mm-hmm. 
if they had a positive interaction with a female or certainly if their mother had not done to them whatever it is they did to them, right. that person would not become a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, because the wiring, I mean, it starts so young. I mean, so just, young. It, 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 I mean, I feel like it, 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 you, that wiring, whatever it is that would create a serial killer, is yeah. it, it starts at a very young age. I, and, and I think we all think like, you know, and it's the same thing with uh, racism or anything. Like, well, if you just had, you know, if you've got these very negative views about people of different race, no matter what it is, right. or, or, or any, anybody in a, in a, who's varied from you. Yeah. If you just had a positive interaction with one of them, you would change, and that's not true. It it can be. it can be, but I'm but I mean it's not a again it's not a it's not a cure all. It's, it's not, not a cure. Yeah, that's right. it's you can't just. But but you and I are like, well, that's that's what they need. They need more pot. You know, it's easy to be because because how our brains work is that would work. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I go through the same thing with self reflection too. I mean if. It seems to me, from the inside out, mm-hmm. that if if a person is having homicidal ideation, yeah, that they could hopefully get to a point where they say to someone, "Hey, I'm I'm scared mm-hmm. because I am wanting to do blah blah blah." Right, right. Which seems like a rational kind of thing, but when you're reading about Serial killers in general, mm-hmm. their psychopathy is such that, one, they think they can get away with it, mm-hmm. and two, they think they're smarter than anybody else. Yes, absolutely. And so there's no need for the, oh, and and they're oftentimes psychopaths, so they don't have the empathy to think of what other people might think. So, I mean, that self-reflection thing really isn't going to happen. Right. For them. For them. Yes. But, yeah. what, but you know, you pointed out some things, and I think we all, uh, you know, we tend to reason away uh, signs. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not be saying, hey, I'm kind of scared of myself. I don't understand why I'm having these feelings. We all have a time or a thing in our lives. I shouldn't say we all, but I would, I'd say pretty much we all mm-hmm. have had a time in our lives or something worse. We were not in a good place. Right. And did we go, hey, I'm a little freaked out about where I'm at right now. Mm. I might need some help. Mm. We don't ask for help. No, because that's... We that's, reason it away or we quote, find unquote, out... unquote, embarrassing. It, that's so exactly. So then right. what happens? It leaks out of us in different right. ways. You're like, right. oh, why is that person sad? Why is that Why is that kid wanting to kill animals and right. gut them and look at the guts and all that stuff? Right. Why are they wetting the bed? Why are they da-da-da-da? But you would have to live in a house where somebody's actually paying attention to those signs yeah. and who actually can, can even has the capacity to process those signs... And isn't in their own trauma for whatever's going on in the household, seen or unseen. Right. And, uh, you know, and so I just, I, I feel like it's trickled down. I mean, I just, I, I agree with, there must, maybe it's a head wound and all of that. I don't know. Sure. But, um, boy, to just, to lose all, and if you scale it back, like uh, serial killers, and then you scale it, like maybe not a serial killer, but like, like they could head that way right. or other people who choose violence or show a lack, complete lack of empathy and remorse. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go into all different categories of people who demonstrate those same things. Right. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Jackson, were you going to say something? Is your arm up? Uh, no, it was oh, not. I'm okay. just relaxing. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you in the corner of my eye move and I was like, oh, I think he's trying to, his arm got tired. He was raising it. Yeah, no, right. I'm, I'm just enjoying. Hey, okay. Speaking of relaxing. Yeah. Let's pull back a little bit. Okay. And talk about 
why we should not have this overriding fear. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. The the FBI, according to FBI.gov, there are roughly 17,000 murders annually. That we should be concerned about. 17,000 murders annually, annually in general? Yeah. Every that year. That seems low. Every, well, guess why? Why? Because of our media. Right? Uh, we we are. Haven't we killed like thousands of people already in mass shootings? I mean, already this year? This I mean, year? There have, there have been several thousand. Yeah. So that's why I say 17,000 seems low. Like the NRA says, luckily we're in the middle of the year, so we're halfway through it. Right? So Oh, murders. We're talking murders. 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 Okay. Murders. Right? Fewer than 1% of all homicides during any year, mm-hmm. fewer than 1% are committed by serial killers. Okay. Having said that, according to the FBI, at any one time, there are between 25 and 50 serial killers operating in the United States. Gross. Right. Right. Wow. That's, I mean, it's still too many. <laughs> it's, it's still too many. And most of them yeah. are in California. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, get ready for this. I'm ready. Connecticut. No. What the hell? Oh, I thought it was Midwest. No I really think idea. it's the mid. I feel like you hear about more of them in the Midwest, but maybe they're most, they travel cross country. Most of them are on the coasts. Ah, uh, interesting. Most of them are on the coasts. Mm, woof. So, it, your odds of being murdered mm-hmm. in the United States is one in eighteen thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine. Well, that's seems good. Sure, sure, because your 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 um your odds of dying of heart disease this year are one in five hundred and seventeen. Right, 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 right. Your odds of dying of sunstroke mm-hmm. are one in six thousand three hundred and sixty eight. Okay. That's well. That's why the media covers it because it's 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 exactly. a, it's it's rare. That's and it's also like mind-blowing that someone could do that to another person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If, if, you, if you feel the need to be terrified of something you cannot control. Right. Bacon. Be scared of bacon. Right. I got you. Yeah. And, and there's people that would argue that that's not something you should be scared of. Oh, I don't think you should be scared of that at all. I don't. Oh, I hate being scared. I don't. Yeah. I, I think if you live your life in fear, man, Ooh. you are not living life. I know it's hard to clear fear out. Certainly, I fear things. It's so funny because we're talking about like being fear fearful of murder, and and then yet we'll, in the next cent or that like two minutes later, it'll be like, oh, I would go to that party, but I'm scared of groups. You know, like oh, yeah. nice people having right. fun yeah. is scary to yeah. me. Oh, I don't like groups. No, nope. <laughs> that's nope, what nope, I mean. Nope. Like it's hilarious. The 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 what am I trying to say? The the, the uh, scope. The scope. Thank you of fear. Yeah, the things we fear. Well, here here is something that you should fear. Okay, um, great. You have. I need. Uh, I'm. I'm low. You have so. one, in. You have a one in eight thousand chance of dying by accidental discharge. Oh. By that I mean gun. Okay. Thank gun you for. Okay. Yeah. Discharge. Thank you for clarifying because I sure. did not. I was not. I my brain sure. was going. I'm like, how could that kill you? Well, no. It 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 it, it impale you. I don't know. 
you you have a one in one chance of being embarrassed by accidental discharge, <laughs> but <laughs> accidental accidental dis- accidental gun discharge Dutchers is deadly. Is of deadly? Well, of course it is. Yeah, that's horrifying. I'm scared of guns. Yeah, because of that, because right. I'm like I don't know enough about them. I think it's smart when you if you have them that you learn about them. And good 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 on you. Oh, and I have so many guns. Don't come to my house. I have so many guns. <laughs> I should warn you. <laughs> oh, here we go. The randomo. Here is the uh, here's the little palate cleanser from our serial killer talk. Thank you. This was from Nicholas. Nathan. 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 I thought you were to call Nathan a serial killer. No, 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 no. This is from Nathan. 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 He was asking about your hobbies. Well, or things what you, you use to relax. Chill was specifically how it was worded. Yeah, how you chill. chill. Sure. Mm. I love digging holes in my backyard mm. to bury the bodies. That helps me relax. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I don't, I don't like digging holes. I just at all. saw it's something just a horrible thing to do. Uh, on Facebook, I don't even know. I, you know, I sometimes put on go to Facebook in the morning when you wake up. I don't know. That's dumb. I know I shouldn't do that, but I did. And somebody posted this thing serial killer related. They're like, why do most serial killers bury their victims in the backyard? Like that's, it seems so silly. Sure. And then there was a comment that somebody posed like highlighted. And it was like, it's like, you know, in this economy, who can afford the trunk space and the gas <laughs> to drive these bodies out into the middle of the oh, in middle of nowhere? You know, we're all just doing the best we can out here. You know, it's so that, funny. And that gets me to one of my big bugaboos. This idea that, that oh, you shouldn't laugh at that. Yeah, you should fucking laugh at that because laughter is what helps us get through shit. Well, so is that what you do you to chow as you laugh? Uh, well, no. <laughs> no, I... Bizarrely, I like to do uh, computer graphic stuff. Yeah. That, that helps me chill out quite a bit. You know what's super sad hmm. is what makes me relax. This is not a hobby, but this is like when I'm thinking about when I'm feeling like I'm starting to get control over my, like right now, everything's chaos this right. week. When I'll feel like is when I'm cleaning. Yeah. Or I'm going on a long walk with a friend. Like that. those things are chill. Like cleaning, like because the cleaning, if I'm, it means I'm putting everything back mm-hmm. in order and everything's, and I can... Do that, and then um, I have to admit, I don't do it as much as I should, but I have a hammock mm-hmm. in the backyard, oh. and every time I remember and take the time to go sit in that hammock, I'm like, why don't I do this more often? Because there's nothing. Yeah. You can't do anything else. You just lay in a hammock. Oh, my gosh. Uh, before you said the hammock thing, mm-hmm. I was going to say my wife would trade you for me in an instant. Oh, what? oh the cleaning? Because if, if, oh. if cleaning... and. We have a friend, yeah. one of our writer friends, yeah. who cleans to relax. And I I so much wish that I could equate cleaning to relaxing. If I could do that, my life would be almost guilt-free. Well, it's it's not that it's a relaxing, but but you can put on music, you know, and then open the window, yeah. you know, I get the fresh air going. Right. And it's just... For me, it's relaxing because I know it's. I'm putting everything back where it yeah. needs to go, so everybody in my house can be at peace. That We're all good. So good. Yeah. I wish I could live that life. Oh well. Uh, but my problem is, my relaxation would be to put on music, open the window, and then just do nothing. Yeah. Well, so that's probably healthier because when I'm cleaning, I probably need a nap. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing the nap. I don't think it's healthier. I think it's I I I think that might be the way I would end up 
being buried in the backyard. Because <laughs> quite frankly, I need to do some freaking cleaning. Oh. And it's just mm, So you don't so see hard. the 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 value that it brings to that doesn't mo- the, that doesn't motivate you. Knowing that it will bring value to you to to your household. Yes, it does to a certain extent. And then I'm like, okay, today I'm going to clean and then I walk into the kitchen and I'm like <sighs> you overwhelmed. I got to I got to do this again. I just did this. Mm-hmm. I just did this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now I got to do it again today. I'm surprised so that you, because uh, there's, I mean, and I'm, I do not want to mess this up, but there are cultures that I am not super well versed in mm-hmm. that perhaps your wife is more so mm-hmm. that see the ritualistic, like that's, it's part of like you made the food. Like when you make food, that's a ritual. Yes. And it's beautiful and it's fun and it, and you feel fulfilled by making the food right. and making the coffee. You like to yep. make things and do this. Yep, yep. But, so it's somehow getting that same mindset to the cleaning of it up. I got to do up that. Of it. I, yeah. I, I have to do that and I am 53 years old. That, I think do it not make excuses about age or that you're putting yourself one foot in the grave. Don't do that. Do not do that. I hate that when people say something about, oh, I well, you know me, I can't do that anymore. Don't say that. Don't say that. It's a limiting belief. Don't. You can do it. I can't jump over a fence anymore. That's fine. Then just don't jump over fences. I don't plan on it. But you don't have to go around saying, I can't do that anymore. Every time you, you just limit yourself. I, I understand that. I understand. That. And yet but, there's some there's some realism, too. I mean, okay. it depends on, you know. What you're talking about? Okay, but let's get real. Let's get real honest. Honestly, when I'm really chilling out, if I'm chilling out and I only have a few minutes, I am scrolling TikTok. That's I'm oh, I'm chilling out. Sure. I'm scrolling. T- I mean, that is a relaxation. It's a disassociative activity. I love it. I love it. And so yeah. if I can, if I can actually, I gen- I never sit down. I usually lean on a counter or do oh, something that's like smart. that. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, but if I was really chilling out, like if I like really tried to really like take. Like be smart mm-hmm. and good to myself. I would I would put my feet up. Yeah, and scroll. Yeah. Oh, my, mine is also technology. I oh. I love to scroll through my my flip book. Yeah. And God help me, YouTube DIY. You are a YouTube Man. guy. You are such a YouTube. All guy. that DIY stuff on YouTube. Right. Love it. Well, and TikTok has that too, but it's in tinier, bite-sized. I'm not. I can't. When I go to YouTube and I look something up, and it says seven or nine minute, I'm like, "Are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. What is this? What what I'm, what is this? A freaking documentary on how to <laughs> how to how to cut my freaking weed my garden? Welcome to America's yes. new focus time. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, if I can't. If I can't redo my patio in 30 yeah. seconds, yeah. fuck it. Or I want to see how you did it in fast time, really fast. I'll look sure. really quick and see if I think I can do that. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to have a false <laughs> false uh, expectation that I can. Absolutely. And then I'm going to buy all the shit and it's going to be 14 weeks of yeah. me. Okay. Of, of guilt and regret. And 14 then go, weeks of guilt and, and regret. And me sloshing myself over to YouTube <laughs> to, to to find my way through some goddamn 13 and a half minute video on how to do it. Right. But only took me 14 weeks to get there. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. So that's, well, we're not for, good at relaxing apparently. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't right. know. <laughs> Maybe you're kind of good. At it. I love it. Hey, thanks for hanging with us yes. for another week. And we will have uh, something new and hopefully interesting next week as yes. well. Yes. And uh, have a great night. Yes, thank you so much. Or day. Might be morning.
It might be afternoon. Who knows? Could be 3 a.m. Hopefully not. <laughs> Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.